Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by Fivo. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and you guys, we're recording this on opening day. This episode comes out on what I consider the real opening day because that's when the Los Angeles Dodgers open their season. And to join me to talk about the upcoming season, what we're excited about is my good friend, Dodger fan extraordinaire, former field producer for Sportsnet LA, Elisa Hernandez. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Honestly, the Bedazzle sisters are back. And realistically, I'm just really excited to get the season going. We have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of new faces. So a lot of new jerseys to be featured Bedazzled by us. So I'm excited to get this thing going. That's very true. And I think we should start with the first jersey that must be bedazzled immediately, if not sooner. And that, of course, belongs to new Los Angeles Dodgers first baseman, Freddie Freeman. Yes. Woo! I'm thinking, you know, the second you said his name, I'm thinking like Elton John said in Bedazzling that we oh, need for yes. that. You know what I'm saying? Like it needs yes. to be flashy and bright. I'm thinking sunglasses, his hat. Like I think he needs a whole bedazzle outfit, in my opinion. Well, when I was at the World Series in Texas a couple years ago, there was a woman. I posted her in my story, and she was in a full Elton John bedazzled Dodger outfit head to toe. And I I was like, I "I need this. You probably saw her. I was like, I need this. This person and I are like very much on the same page here. Um, And I think that's what Freddie Freeman needs. Like, I need he needs to be like blinging from anywhere in the stands. Like, (laughs) I'm all in on this. But how? Exciting. You know, the only thing that concerns me a little bit with this team, and we can talk a little more about it, is it doesn't totally concern me. But, you know, pitching, they didn't re-sign Scherzer, which I totally get. Like, there's a lot of things. But I don't know if it matters if you can score 15 runs a game. I don't think it really makes a difference. (laughs) (laughs) That's my thinking now. Well, that's true. And also, I think what people need to realize last year is that we got pretty far in the postseason, given that we were using a lot of our young guys, a lot of our bullpen Mm -hmm. guys, and it was very a next man up mentality. Now, I know it's hard to build a road to the World Series as you're walking it, but I think that the Dodgers put they can win in a lot of ways last season with all the young arms that they were using, all the names Mm -hmm. that we only had for a couple weeks, a couple games, you know, and I think that that's part of the beauty of our farm system and just the way that we're able to call up guys constantly. Now, is that a recipe for a World Series? Probably not. But I think that while we figure things out early on, I think we'll be in good shape to win a few baseball games. Oh, I think so, too. And I am very much in a World Series or bust mentality. I want them to win a World Series trophy this year. I want all those Giants fans, and I know some of you are listening, who say to me, it didn't count. It wasn't a full season. First of all, that is not true. Second of all, I want to shut all those people up so that they win a World Series in a full season would make me so happy. Uh, let's talk a little bit about pitching. Clayton Kershaw's back one more year. That was, you know, very up in the air. Was he going to retire? Was he yeah. maybe going to go finish his career uh, in, in Dallas, join his buddy or everyone's buddy, maybe Corey Seager? Uh, but I, it's funny. I, I kind of didn't think it was that. Personally, I thought it was going to be retire or Dodgers because I feel like he spent his whole career with LA. Like, well, I don't. 
I don't know that he would like need to go back and just finish with the hometown team. You know, that just didn't, I, I couldn't quite wrap my head around that. So, um, and obviously clearly neither could Clayton Kershaw cause he signed again with the Dodgers. So he is back, uh, which is very exciting. Of course, Superman, in my opinion, Walker Bueller. Uh, and then Kenley Jansen goes to Atlanta, which was really heartbreaking and, and tough for those of us who've been obviously Dodger yeah. fans a long time and really do yeah. really love Kenley Jansen. So then the Dodgers end up signing Craig Kimbrell, who will be, in theory, their closer. Had a little bit of a rough start to his Dodgers debut in spring training, but it is spring training. I'm really not concerned about it. Um, So, you know, I think they are in pretty good shape, and they do have those arms. Joe Kelly, another one that departed, shed Mm -hmm. a tear because Dodger lore, he will be a hero forever. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Mariachi Joe. Bless his heart. I love him. Um, but, you know, so things will look a little bit different, but I still think a, a lot to be excited about. Of course, Freddie Freeman being the big one. The opening day roster came yeah. out today. 16 pitchers on that roster. So obviously pitching is going to be important to this team. Um, what are you most excited about this season, especially now that, you know, your kind of roles a little bit different? Your fan yeah, fan I now. mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things that it's a little bittersweet, right? As well as mm-hmm. being field producer, you see these guys on a everyday basis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think for me, mm-hmm. Kenley leaving really hurt because you know when I was there, when I started back in 2019 with the Dodgers, it, he was one of the first guys that really kind of warmed up to me and like would allow me to interview him. And when I would go in the dugout and I mean in the clubhouse and, and strike out with like so many players that just couldn't talk because of treatment, because of this, because of that, you know, he was the guy to be like, all right, like ask me really quick, like what do you need? Mm-hmm. What do you need? And so um, I'll never forget after my first season, you know, we lost in in the postseason to mm-hmm. I believe the Washington Nationals. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was one of those games where we thought we were going to win and we didn't, and it was very heartbreaking. So after, after oh God, the, it was the so game, heartbreaking. Oh, I just um, remembered that game. I was there. I yeah, think I cried. I lit- okay. So fun fact, I changed into like post game celebration clothes. And what that means for our listeners is that, so I obviously wear professional clothes, like slacks, whatever to the games, mm-hmm. but then I can't get doused in beer in that. So, <laughs> you know, I had Fair. bought like a, a jacket and a hat and everything to wear. So when the game was going, I was like, okay, cool. Like I was like, it's, you know, late in the game. Like we have to be down there underground. So it's like, I don't have time to wait till the game is over. Like, I know people are like, Oh, you counted your eggs before they had, but it's like, I literally had to, because we had right. no other Fair. option because we have to go down there, downstairs to wait in to get into the into the clubhouse so then of course howie kendrick does what he does dodger on former dodger crime and <laughs> it was so sad because i was like great now i have to go change i can't go in there and like all these swishy clothes and it's just like it was very sad but long story short to say that when kenley was leaving um he saw me there and i was like hey like you know great great season like i'm sorry you guys like didn't get the outcome but great season and he was like thanks and he stopped and he was like you know what come here and he like gave me a side hug and he was like, thank you for all your work this season. I appreciate you covering the team, uh, you know, all year long. And, and you were great. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> you know, it's just like, one of those, those moments. you know, being a woman in sports, being a woman of color in sports, um, you know, he's Kenley Jansen to me. And as a mm-hmm. kid that grew up here in LA, like you're Kenley Jansen to me, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, for him to acknowledge just my work, um, cause obviously I would have to interview these guys after tough games, great games, you know, tough losses, big wins. And I think for him to acknowledge that, you know, as part of my craft meant a lot, um, given that I have a lot of respect for him. 
And a lot of faces are, are, you know, left, you know, and even on our, on our side for SNLA, there's a lot of new faces coming in with, you know, Gonzo joining the broadcast and a few other people and, and Ned Coletti is leaving. So um, I think the most exciting thing for me is the, the new blood that's going to be infused into this ball club. You know, and, and the new faces mm-hmm. and then and the hype and all that stuff. You know, Max Scherzer came in kind of like on a we need you to save us kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of role. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he did. But I think now it's more in a like, OK, we have our pieces. Let's do this. You know, and I think that yeah. that's one of the biggest things. And tying into what you said about this club, like, am I going to miss hearing California love mixing with a little to America's most wanted? Of course. But how do you replace a guy that has 350 career saves like you replace him? with a guy that has 372 you know right. what i'm saying like all time kelly ranks number 13 and now we are closer ranks ninth so it's one of those things where it's like you know we love both guys so i'm excited that the dodgers were able to get this done and i'm excited for kershaw to be back kershaw day is a staple here in la mm-hmm. and i'm excited to to see that you know he's one of He's like, to me, he's like, he's like Kobe of the Dodgers. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you can't go play anywhere else. You have to stay here. We love you. You won a championship here. We've seen you grow here. You can't go anywhere else. And I think that's the other reason it didn't make sense to me too, because I think mm-hmm. we all know he's got one year left. The key, it yes. seems clear that everyone knows he's got one year left and he would like to win another World Series. And that's the other reason the Rangers didn't make sense to me. They made some incredible offseason moves, including mm-hmm. signing... Shout out to your Corey Seager. Um, but I understand the Dodgers not re-signing Corey as well. But like, I, I get it as hard as that is a pillow swallow and all of that. But yeah. he's got one year and his best chance of winning another World Series is on this yeah. team. And so I want to, one of the things I'm actually pretty excited about, aside from Freddie Freeman, which obviously I'm like super excited about. Uh, but, you know, when the Dodgers made that trade for Scherzer, they also got Trey Turner in that trade. That's and that right. was very smart because that trade was, right. that was their contingency plan. And if we can't resign Corey Seager, which I think they knew they probably weren't going to, they have Trey Turner. I'm very curious to see what his season is like. We saw him obviously yes. have an incredible season when he came to the Dodgers. He at the plate, his stolen base. He, that uh, that gift yes, of him slide. sliding, yes, super slide. slide is like, I mean, <laughs> amazing. Um, fair, honestly. So, I mean, it really it was like incredible, but that in the playoffs, we saw him really struggle at the plate. And that was true of, of a lot of them, but we really saw him yeah. struggle. So this is, I think, in terms of longevity and being on the Dodgers long term, which I really like Trey Turner. So I hope he is on the yeah. Dodgers long term. Yeah, I think this I becomes a really important season for him. And we see really like, you know, what he can do. I curious to see if he comes out strong again, like just hitting the lights out of out of the ball and is smooth on those bases and all the things. Do they sign him to an extension, you know, midway through the season? Because otherwise he's going to get even more expensive as the season goes on. Uh, So curious to see about that. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out uh, with Trey Turner. Uh, One of the things I'm excited about, we'll talk about at the end, because um, you guys may remember from last week that Fridays are officially Cody Corner Day. So (laughs) Cody Corner debuts on Friday. So we'll talk about him in a little little bit. Uh, But that is like Trey Turner is one that like, I'm not going to say like under the radar radar sleeper, but I do think he's kind of, he's not a secret weapon for this team, but like a little bit because there's yeah. so many big bats. There's so much star power. Uh, and so uh, very excited to see how he does. So that's my little Trey Turner, like 
diatribe monologue that I have <laughs> gone on. Um, so, and it's not just because his name is Trey and mine's Tracy and I feel like we have a thing. Nope, it's not just that. It's because I really think he's such a fun uh, and exciting player to watch. So that yeah. is that is one of my low-key people I'm excited about. Um, so that'll be cool. And then the other thing I'm very excited about this season, which doesn't specifically have to do with the team or their World Series or anything else, is but the All-Star Game is in Los Angeles this year. That's right. And that's that's right. I mean, and yeah, I know. And honestly, like the whole thing you said about Trey Turner, I feel the same way. And the, I mean, how lucky are the Dodgers to have Trey Turner as a silent sleeper for you right now? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of those guys. He had to move to a different position last season. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was it was a learning curve for him. I know he's a professional. I know he's able to play that, but he hadn't played that position in a long time. So, you know, you, you shift him back to shortstop you kind of see Mm -hmm. his magic there and his bread and butter there and so I'm excited to see that game unlocked in person every day for the Dodgers and I think you're right I think he's one of those guys that you know he had great moments he had but you want to see him string those at bats that you know he can for long periods of time he's he's Trey Turner so I think it's great for the Dodgers to kind of have that in their back pocket and be like oh yeah and remember I know we got Freddie Freeman and now we got Mookie the next six years but we also have this guy named Trey Turner and we have Max Muncie and we have Justin Turner and you know and we have Chris Taylor and so it's like and Will Smith and it's just it, it and Gavin Lux. Going. It just you keeps going. About Gavin think, Lux. Exactly. You have Gavin, you have all these guys. And I think the camaraderie of this team, Kershaw was really the heart of that. And mm-hmm. the another piece, you know, was Kenley. I always said like the heart of this team was Kenley, Justin Turner, and Clayton Kershaw. And I think with Kenley leaving, you know, it, it hurts, but I do wish him the best as he goes on to his new team. And I think for him, he needed to change and he wanted to excel. And I think the same thing happened with Kike. You know, he went to the Red Sox mm-hmm. and you saw what he he was on a tear in the playoffs. And a lot of people were like, what about it's like he, sometimes you just need a new change of scenery to unlock another yeah. level of yourself. And so I think that's true uh, for that. And as far as the All-Star game, I mean, first we had the Super Bowl. Now we have the All-Star game. You know, the Olympics will be back before you know it here in L.A. as well. And I think it's just one of those things where we've waited long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really happy that we didn't have it last year. Um, I'm happy I went to Colorado for the simple fact that LA was just not ready for all that yet. And so now <laughs> it's like, we can really celebrate. We can really throw a party. We can really bask in the glory and the beauty that is the classic game of the all-star game. And I'm excited to see where our boys go. Um, obviously we had three last year go, and I think that we can make a case uh, for a few more this year. I agree with that. I think I feel like they're going to have a lot more. That lineup is just, it's just so stacked. It's stacked. stacked. And I think it's like, there's, you can only avoid pitching to so many people when you have that lineup. I mean, you're going to have like, (laughs) we'll get to him again more later, but like Cody Bellinger is going to hit like seventh or eighth unless things turn around, which they might, we'll get to that in a bit. But I mean, that's, but when you have like the former national league MVP, like that lay the light. It's just kind of crazy. And it's kind of just crazy. I don't know what that sentence was. I said before, but it's just like, it's really, it's really crazy. You brought up Mookie who we love. We love Mookie. Um, And that's what he opted out of the all-star game last year. So really we have. That's a good point. (laughs) Yes. Because he was hurt and we get a fully healthy Mookie, which I don't think we've had, uh, or the Dodgers had in quite some time. So that is. We're getting a healthier team for sure. I mean, we're still waiting on Max to get at full strength, but we have a healthier team. And I think that's key because we were just riddled with injuries last year. Like it was insane. The amount of guys that kept going, you know, 
down and up on the on the IL. It was insane. Well, and in, in so many ways, I mean, they ultimately beat them, of course, in the division series, but the Giants kind of killed the Dodgers. I mean, because like all of a sudden the end of the season was like, because it was a race for the division, mm-hmm. like now you had people playing and not resting and, and then it, it, there was kind of a domino effect. And then in yeah. that, that division series, like everything was put into yeah. to beating the Giants and they did beat them. And, you know, it's hard to say in hindsight's twenty twenty, and this is why I'm right. not in charge and no one pays me to be the manager or anything <laughs> else for that matter when it comes to Steve, except to just talk about him. Um, but, um, you know, there were decisions made to make sure they won that series that could they have won them without the decisions? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows at the end of the day, but the Giants were like, I mean, that rivalry was so good. And yeah. part of me hopes Part of me wants the rivalry to be that good again. Part of me yeah. really does not want the rivalry to be that good Honestly, again. Honestly, you know, but it was emotionally exhausting. Like, it and was I just cried like, when they won that game. Tears came Yeah, I was at Dodger Stadium uh, for the watch party. And, you know, I'm watching and I, I put the camera on and I'm like, I'm so, first of all, I thought he struck him out, but then it was like a check swing and then it was like a whole controversy, but I uh-huh. went nuts. Like, and I know like people see and they're like, girl, you did not win the world series. I'm like, I know, but like seeing but this kinda. team battle day in and day out, seeing these guys push through injuries, you know, lift up their guys, the pull holes, hugs, like just everything. Mm-hmm. You get a different view of a mm-hmm. ball club when you're around them every day, you know? And mm-hmm. so seeing them win that, it was like, yes, like, yes, you didn't win the division, you didn't win, you know, you didn't win the NL uh, title, but you you show that you're just as good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Even even when you're not at full strength. And to me, that made a big statement. And I think I'm excited that the Giants-Dodgers games are that competitive again. And I'm happy that Gabe Kapler and Dave Roberts are going to go head-to-head for a few more years because mm-hmm. both of them have such a great, you know, strategic mindset. And I know that a lot of people don't agree with Dave Roberts' call sometimes, but it's so funny because... You know, being film producer, obviously we get information a little earlier. And so I will see on Twitter, like, why'd he take him out? You know, what is he doing? And then like, we can't announce until until it's confirmed. And then it's confirmed like, oh, he got injured or hey, he asked mm-hmm. to come out. And then everyone's like, oh, my bad, Roberts. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's one of those things where you, you really do have to trust um, this team. And I think the beauty of the Dodgers that all the star players on there, they trust Dave Roberts. They trust what he's doing. And a lot of the guys that they bring in, you know, feel the same way because it rubs off on them. It's kind of like, wow, you trust him this much? All right, I guess I got to trust him too. And that equals to a really good clubhouse, a really good, you know, opportunity for guys to get better and not want to still shine from each other. You know what I mean? If you've mm-hmm. noticed, we have star-studded talent up and down the lineup, guys that can be the franchise player on a lot of clubs. You know, but they choose to stay here because it's L.A. They know how to win. They've won. And I think for them, they're like, we know how to pull even great, more greatness out of each other, which is hard to do when you're already at the top of your game. And I want to say two things about what you said. One on Dave Roberts. I think, you know, the other thing with Dave Roberts, you look at how much success this team has had over the last several years. And I know people will make comments all the time like, oh, so and so can't win the big game and this and that. It is so hard to get there. So for yes. them to have done what they have done over the last mm-hmm. several years, he is an incredible manager. I mean, he really yes. is. He is yes. absolutely incredible and deserves a ton of credit. And listen, I've had my moments. I have said many times that 
on my tombstone, it'll say here lies Tracy. She never got over Dave Roberts taking Rich Hill out in the seventh inning <laughs> in game five of the 2017 World Series after only throwing, I believe it was like 67 or 72 pitches, something like that. I'd have to get to my stats. Yes. And yes. I now that was, of course, before I knew the other team was cheating. So that changes things. But that being said, and Rich, and I Rich do, was not, not 100%. Either and no, he was not, and he was not 100%. Mm-hmm. Though he does say he didn't ask to be taken out. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. The point is, I do very much love Dave Roberts. I mean, yeah. really love him. I do think he is one of the absolute best managers in baseball. So I want to yeah. say that was my little Dave Roberts monologue. And then you brought up Albert Pujols. And even though he's not back with the Dodgers, which oh. like uh, he was such an emotional boost for the team last year. Oh, I love that he's going to finish. Uh, but he's going to finish his career in St. Louis. And I love yeah. that for him. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yes. And honestly, Pujols was one of those guys that everyone, it was kind of like, he's that guy that every player wants to play with at one point mm-hmm. in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so I'm happy that the entire team got that because those Pujols hugs, I'm telling you, we, we would literally be sitting next to the dugout and like, I'd be, I would wait until, like, I would look and literally the, the guys line up, you know, to congratulate uh-huh. you coming out from a good at bat or a home run or a whatever you do. And literally pulls just at the end of the line. Just like, you know, it's like they already knew, like, that's his spot. And, like, you would see Chris Taylor just, like, walk up and then it's like, it's like oh, you know, it's like they were all so excited and waiting for that, you know, Albert Pujols hug. And um, I think that his presence really helped on this team because it also bridged the gap between the Latin players that we had on there you know, with mm-hmm. our more English-dominating speaking players. I mean, obviously, they always had a relationship, but, you know, Clay and Kershaw credited Albert Pujols for allowing him to connect more with Julio Urias and connect more mm-hmm. with Gratterall and kind of fill in those blanks to the point where they had matching, you know, they had a whole collective matching Halloween costume. You know what yes. I'm saying? So uh-huh. I think I think it's one of those things that his legacy is rubs off wherever he goes. And I'm really happy he's going back to St. Louis I'm happy he's going to have like his his homecoming and he gets to really enjoy, you know, what what it means to love baseball. And I think that he he renewed his love for it being here with the Dodgers because his smile mm-hmm. was just so infectious. And I think mm-hmm. he's like, I love baseball again. Now let me go home. And he he in many ways turned that team around. I mean, I think he, he came. I think it was after that streak where they went like four and 15. I mean, there were two streaks last year that were like lost the division. Really? There was that one streak. Maybe it was, <laughs> Sorry, four, really maybe, it was really, maybe it was four and 11. It was something like yeah. that. It was, I think yeah, the 15, I'm thinking about it was yeah. a 15 grade speed. And then there was that one very, very, very bad week. Um, starting yeah. with that Sunday game against the Rockies and going for another week. So, and that, and so he really, I think he really was able to turn this team around and that, that was huge for them. And hopefully that, yeah. you know, carries over if they need it. But I do think they have, you know, they have a lot of guys like there. You brought up Gratterall. Okay. Can I tell you my favorite thing about Bruce R. Gratterall? Is that that Bring man, no matter how many times he, how, he comes in a game, no matter how many pitches he throws, no matter how many batters he faces, he goes and sits on the dugout and he eats his power bar. And I'm like, you know what? I get that because I also need snacks. All right. And I need snacks after any kind of exertion or anything yeah. at all. And I appreciate that this man, he's like, Throws one pitch, the guy is out. Go to the dugout, and there is Bruce <laughs> eating his power. He's a, Whenever yeah, he's he, a bulldog. he and is I a bulldog. love it. And every time he comes to the game, no matter who I'm with, whether if I'm mm-hmm. at the game or just watching it, I turn to that person or people and say, "Get your power bars ready. Here comes Bruce Star." <laughs> it's like my, uh, yeah, I love it. 
Yeah. There's some, as I'm saying, there's no, there's so many guys on this team to root for. I mean, even Phil Bigford came in and really got his yes. own, you know, space within that, within that lineup, especially in the bullpen. And, you know, you had Blake Trinan come in and, and he kind of made his presence known as well. And so, and that's that we're talking about all these guys. And like you said, we haven't even hit on Walker Bueller. You know what I'm saying? And like what he was able to do and the dominance that he had and and pitching on short rest and and just the mentality that he kind of carried with himself all season. You know, he's you know, he's the real tough face of this franchise, you know, and he's he's one of those faces that you you trust him with the ball. You know, and that mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we we feel and and felt with Kershaw when he was getting into his prime and going into his prime. And so, you know, it's it's like if you lose on on a, on a day where Walker Bueller pitch, it's like it's just one of those games. You know what I mean? And you it's don't you don't think games. about it too much. Exactly. And I think the same thing was with Kersh and um, those guys together. And and I think the beauty of of Scherzer coming is that Bueller was able to learn from him. You know, and then mm-hmm. even though Scherzer went on to move on. Bueller, I'm sure, took a lot of knowledge uh, from that relationship, and I'm sure will carry on even past this season. So um, it's a lot of new faces, Tracy. I'm excited for this season, and I'm sad to see some old faces on new teams. But, you know, that's part of the game. Um, The beauty is to root for it. And I will say one more thing about Kenley is Uh that he had a really, really rough two years. Um, And the reason I say that is because... You know, I had to defend him a few times and a couple of Dodger fans mm-hmm. were like, you know, you know, why? Why do you say we can't boo Kenley? And I'm just like, because you can't boo him when you're playing the Giants. I think to me, that was such, you know, it's like we were playing the Giants. You know, Kenley didn't pitch well and he got booed on the way off the mound. And which was awful. Which was awful. And I think for me, it was kind of like he showed that he still because he had he had he went perfect. I forgot what month it was. He had he one. It was that one tape. bad week. I mean, that was really yeah, it. And it, the, it was really that bad week. And it's literally it he had a whole month where he was he was perfect in saves that entire month. You know, and, and a was, lot of people, it's just like, what have you done for me lately with him? And so mm-hmm. I'm happy that you know he finished the way he wanted to finish. You know, he left showing you that he has some good stuff still left in the tank. And mm-hmm. so I'm excited to see him, like I said, go on to a new team and kind of unlock that there. I really hope that he finds success just like Kike found success. You know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. what he's done about, or even just how Alex Verdugo found success. You know, a lot of people talk about how Mookie Betts came to us and we won a world series and we had, but I'm like, Alex Verdugo has been doing really, really great with the Boston Red Sox. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's one of those things where sometimes a change of scenery is all you need. And we always root for our Dodgers. He's one of our homegrown guys. And I really hope that the very least at the end of it all, if he doesn't come back for a whole season, he signs like a one day contract to retire as a Dodger. Yeah, I feel like he would potentially do that. And I will say, I mean, he did have a little bit of rough two years, but the only thing that really stands out to me is that one week. And there was mm-hmm. there was one game in that week. Uh, it was either because I was at three of the four games. It was the either the Wednesday or the Thursday game where um, I won't name the person who was playing second base at the time. He's not on the Dodgers anymore, so I will not name him. But had he just reached like two more inches for those of you who are not watching and listening, I literally just reached two more inches. Uh, He had the third out, the Dodgers win the game and things are different. So there's the point being, there are a lot of things that go right and wrong in a baseball game or any sporting event for that matter. So that is why you do not boo your players off the field. Yeah, because guess what? Forever. They're going to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> right. So, exactly. So team. Exactly. And that team. is baseball. <laughs> One thing I want to say about Walker Bueller before we get to Cody Corner is he is 
going to be the opening day start. This is the first uh, opening day start of his his career. career. So big congratulations. Bit of a, it's kind of, um, it's not bittersweet, but it is, that's usually Clayton Kershaw. So that's kind of a little bit of a changing of the guard, but Walker Bueller has more than earned it. uh, And he is very much the ace on this team. So that is exciting. They opened the season later today against the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Later today isn't Friday because we're recording this on Thursday, but against the Colorado Rockies, they open at home on April 14th against the Cincinnati Reds. And then no rest for the weary. The world champion Atlanta Braves come to town. So that'll be fun with a little... Freddie Freeman versus the old team right off the bat, no pun intended, yeah. or actually pun very much intended. So very I think intended. that's going to be uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So lots to look forward to. But before I let everybody go and get ready to watch baseball, we must do Cody Corner because that is something we do now on Fridays. Um, I'm really hoping that Co- playoff Cody comes into the season so that Cody Corner doesn't have to be defunct after like a month. I don't want to be like, well, guys. In another Cody Quarter, he's not bad at well. <laughs> but you know what? I'll never give him Cody Quarter because I love Easton Valley. But, you know, he had a little bit of a rough spring training. In his words, he's getting all those strikeouts out of the way. I appreciate that. I do have high hopes for my MVP. Um, obviously, a defensive genius, which I'm not sure yes. anybody's ever put those two words together with Cody, but a defensive, defensive genius. genius. Uh, and I have high hopes. For him at the battle, Lisa, how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys where a lot, you know, all the tweets um, that came out on Twitter were like, oh my gosh, like Cody, take him out the lineup. And then he would do an amazing, spectacular defensive play. And then it's like, wait, never mind, keep him there. So it's it's just like, he is such a two-way player. Um, And, you know, I think sometimes, you know, you just struggle in certain areas. And, but he still managed to get, you know, string a, string a couple of few games, you know, together that. that well, he was really the playoff well hero. I mean, he exactly. won. He won the exactly. Giants. Game, you know, he had the game. He and he throughout the playoffs. Chris Taylor was the wild card hero, uh, but really Cody yeah. became yeah. the playoff hero. Um, so I'm just, I'm really hoping that that just continues right here into the regular season. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't mind him. I mean, of course, I wanted him to play well. But for me, it was like, right now, we need you defensively. That's where we need you to really shine. And that's where we need you to show your magic and be Cody Bellinger. And he did that. And I think that him alongside with Mookie, especially as Mookie was kind of returning to full health, you know, he played a big role in that outfield, like really making those big, big plays that we needed, especially against clubs like the Padres or the Giants and things like that. And I think another big thing that is excited to see for this season uh, with Cody is kind of seeing him go up against Jock, you know, a little more now yeah. that Jock Peterson is with the Giants. And I think, um, you know, when he came back with the Braves, you know, there was still love there. You know what I mean? We love Jock forever. And I, and I think they're always like, But now you're with the Giants and we still love you, Jock Peterson forever. You're a World Series champ with us. But it's going to be really, really interesting and fun to see Cody's competitive side come out against that guy because he was you know, one of those young guys that really came up, him, Corey Seager, and Cody Bellinger really kind of grew together in this clubhouse. And now mm-hmm. they're off to new teams. And so it's kind of like you want to go against your brothers. And so I think that as much as you're going to see them this year, that's going to bring out a whole other side of you, especially pregame and, and things like that. And obviously we know Cody, uh, Cody Corner. We need to do something for his newest love in his life, his beautiful child. <laughs> Welcome into the world. And I think being a father also unlocks another level in you because, you know, Max Muncy, AJ Pollock, when they kind of had their kids, they they refocused. And if you remember, Max Muncy was on, went on a tear against yes, the did. Giants. 
every time they played him. So hoping for that father, that, you know, that power to kind of roll through and bring him into a new level of his career. And I think you just can never count out Cody Bellinger. I think he's one of those guys we're going to invest in because he's worth it. And I think he's going to show Dodger fans why this season. And let me tell you who will never, ever count out Cody Bellinger. <laughs> this girl right here. This girl. This girl right there. Who has two puns will never count out Cody Bellinger? This girl. <laughs> yeah, this girl. Who's got that Cody bobblehead that the lovely Elisa gave me? This girl. Cody forever. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, take me out to the ball game. I'll see everybody at Dodger Stadium. I'll talk to everybody next week. Next week, we're going to get into some... NFL draft previewing because that's just a few weeks away. Uh, but today belonged to the Los Angeles Dodgers. But who are we kidding? Every day my heart belongs to Los Angeles Dodgers. Alisa, <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for joining me. This was so fun. And I'll talk to everybody later. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.